One little act of kindness can go a long, long way. Two little acts of kindness can brighten anyone's day. Three little acts of kindness can make a beautiful sound. Many acts of kindness help the world go round. Hi, and welcome back to season two of Tell Me What Happened, the podcast that features people from all walks of life talking about childhood experiences that have impacted them as an adult. I'm your host, Jay Rehack, and like you, I've had my share of childhood experiences that have impacted who I am today. Some of them great, some of them not so great. Tell Me What Happened is sponsored by Sidelining Publishing, publishers of quality books, including Susan Salador's classic children's book, One Little Act of Kindness. Also a song which is available on Spotify. Today I have as my guest a family friend and also the co-host of Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, Nina Schlesinger. Welcome to the show, Nina. Hello, thanks for having me, Jack. Really fired up about today's uh, Tell Me What Happened because uh, I do know you for a number of years. I've known you for a number of years. I know you're a friend of my daughter's, of course. Uh, as she's your co-host on Emily in Paris podcast. Through the years, I've known you, but I don't know you. And so what I mean by that is, is that what happens in real life is, is that we know people, and then it turns out there's some background that we don't actually know about that actually probably impacts our, would help us have a deeper understanding of who that person is. And so I'm looking forward to hearing your childhood story, Nina. Are you ready to tell it? Yeah, yeah. All right, take it away, Nina. Okay. So I'm going to tell a story about uh, when I was in high school, when I was probably 16, I started a music blog and I started just writing about the music I was listening to and songs that I liked and concerts I went to. And I don't know how but I started to get a bit of a following on, on this project to the point that I got like lit record labels would send me free CDs and records in the mail. And I would be on the list for concerts and I got to interview bands, you know, like I would just kind of cold call artist managers and be like, Oh, can I, can I interview this DJ girl talk for my blog? I'm, I'm 16 and I have, and I write about music and, I think maybe because I was a feisty teenager, they often said yes. I think I was like a little bit of a curiosity. So I basically got access to this whole world after school, like via my computer and got to go to all these concerts and go on. I went on a band's tour bus and got to interview them and it was so much fun. But the the kind of other side of that is that I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't tell a single friend. I didn't tell my parents. I managed to keep it completely a secret. I would just sort of do it on my computer after school when I was supposed to be, I don't know, chat chatting on AIM or doing homework, probably more likely. That probably went on for a year, at least. I think I ended up having to 
tell my parents at a point because I needed a ride <laughs> to go interview a band on their bus. And because <laughs> I couldn't really swing that lie on my own. So I did end up getting, you know, launching the big reveal eventually and and my parents supported it and thought it was awesome and and I got a lot more rides from then on but I remember this one big concert that was happening I grew up in Washington DC just outside and there was a big concert on the National Mall and I was going with a friend of mine and this friend and I both worked for the school paper so I had my music blog and we both worked for the school paper and we were you know 16 maybe maybe 17 and I think it was a big Earth Day concert. There were a lot of bands. There were a lot of celebrities speaking. I think Edward Norton was a speaker and like Chevy Chase was there. And uh, we were walking around and we were going to maybe write about it for the school paper. I think that was sort of the pretense we showed up on. And we get there and there's an area, there's a table for media check-in. And, you know, we're writing for our school paper and I just have my secret music blog. We're definitely not part of the media. But I think because I had this confidence from all of my, you know, cold calls to record labels and, and all the access that I'd gotten just by sort of asking and assuming that I should have it, which is, says a lot uh, that I, that my friend and I, Emma and I just went up to the booth and we were like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're media. And we had our little reporter's notebooks and a camera. And we were like, we're, we're media. We, we're writing for a paper. And I don't know who was running this table, but they let us in. And they gave us media passes. And so then we basically got behind this gate and we turn around and there's Edward Norton. And we go and we introduce ourselves to Edward Norton and he's so sweet and he gives us a quote for our tape recorders and our notes. We go and we meet Chevy Chase and he signs our, signs our books. And then we, we interviewed some bands on their tour buses. We just had a field day. We were so thrilled talking to all of these artists and bands and talking about you know this big Earth Day concert no, I couldn't, could not tell what anyone else there was thinking. These two teenagers just sort of bopping around. Who knows what paper they thought we were <laughs> writing for. Probably not our school paper, probably not my music blog. And yeah, and then we got, I think we probably took the train back into the suburbs. And I had my reporter's notebook with all, the, you know, <laughs> probably, probably another tell that I wasn't a reporter is that I kept getting autographs from everyone we met. <laughs> so I had my reporter's notebook with, with my notes, but also, you know, to Nina from Chevy Chase, which was, which was a fun one. Yeah. And then summers after that, I ended up getting internships at some music venues and turning, turning this sort of secret hobby into something a little more real, but but I remember taking it the most seriously, being the most committed when it was like my private project. It sometimes feels, sometimes when I watch the movie Almost Famous, I'm like, oh, I think I kind of did that for a couple of months. <laughs> and that's, that's my story for you, Jay. All right, Not well, much of a beginning, middle, end, but a lot of, a lot of color in there. Yeah, well, you know what? That, that youthful courage or bravado, I think is one of the things that, some of us, many of us lose or diminish over time. And yet, if you can get, have that bravado early and have some early success, maybe it translates into a little bit more courage later on. I don't know. So here you are now. And I know, as I said, I know you co-host the uh, Emily in Paris uh, podcast. But beyond that, do you feel that the um, experience that you had with the secret music blog and just sort of breaking into a media area in D.C.? How has that impacted you today, do you think? I think that 
I think a couple of things. I think in one sense, there's what you were saying of like, it's a con, it's like a courage, a youthful courage that we lose. I think sometimes I have to remember that I once was like that when nowadays I have trouble starting a project because I get caught up in what I, what it should be instead of just doing it for the sake of doing it. And I think remembering that sometimes you should just do something and see what happens instead of assuming, you know, what the end result might be. And I think that's something that I need to work on a lot now as an adult that I didn't apparently didn't need to work on at all as a teenager. So I think it's something that maybe was innate that then I somehow got in my head about and took out of myself. And now I sometimes need that reminder or that push to start a project. But I think something that I haven't really lost is I think I kind of have a perspective with things of like, oh, it doesn't hurt to ask. You never know what you can get if you just ask someone for something. And I think I've gotten some cool opportunities from just, you know, if there's someone who seems kind of intimidating, such as the person guarding the the media booth, just just be just being confident and being like, I think I can do something cool if I have access to this. So can I can I do it? And I think I've had many more opportunities where someone enthusiastically says yes than opportunities where, or then moments where someone says no, and I feel embarrassed. I don't know if I have really any like that. I think usually people want to do something cool and you just have to bring the idea and they want to be involved. One last question before I let you go. Do you feel like you're more courageous now or less courageous now as a person? I'm less courageous now as a person. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) But I'm working on it. It helps to remember things like this. And now I feel more courageous today, just even thinking about it. Love it. Well, listen, thank you very much for your story. I do want, I I consider you a courageous person, but uh, again, you're the only one who can judge who you are and who you aren't. You know, I mean, everybody else is just noise around you, you know, making uh, judgments. But you know, I do enjoy your your podcast, Emily in Paris. I I, I watch the show only because of your podcast. But Me too. Me too. <laughs> but beyond that, it's good talking with you. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Jay. Thanks for having me. All right, that's our show. I'd like to thank my guest, Nina Schlesinger. Thank you for coming on, Nina. I'd also like to thank our sponsors. Sidelining Publishing, publishers of quality books, including Susan Salador's classic, One Little Act of Kindness. Also, LaughSaver.com. Visit LaughSaver.com and record your laughter. We'll keep it for you, now and forever. It's free, and your family and your descendants will thank you for it. All right, as always, I'm going to end this show with Susan Salador's classic, One Little Act of Kindness. And remind everyone and ask everyone to please stay safe out there and try not to hurt anybody. One little act of kindness can go a long, long way. Two little acts of kindness can brighten anyone's day. Many acts of kindness help the world go round. One little loving word can go a long, long way. 
can brighten anyone's day. Three little loving words can make a beautiful sound. Many loving words help the world go round. One little seed sown can go a long, long way. Can Brian?